Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Do you drop in on there this? is intro music and then um there's intro music and then i'll intro you but it's like super short mm-hmm. but like you can talk whenever you want and then i have questions ready but like we can kind of talk about whatever we want okay okay how long how long do you guys how long is each part like an hour it's like an hour oh, yeah do you edit a lot of stuff an out or not no, only if someone says something horrible, which has happened pretty much every episode so far. Like horrible that you want to edit or they were like, can you they. please, can you like, this will hurt my. Yeah. I mean, there was one thing I said that was really bad. Like I talked shit about someone and I was like, ooh, I don't want that out there. Isn't it funny that when you have a microphone or when you're like, when you feel like you have to be on, that some shit just comes out your mouth and you're like, why did I say that? Like you're just in that moment. What do you, why do you think that happens? It's. And I'll t- I, t- I think I told you this. This is the same the thing Logan that I've experienced. The Logan Paul syndrome is the th- where I started making these YouTube videos and everything I look at, I'm like, oh, this could be something. Oh, this could be a, a thing. This could be a prank. This could be a video. Everything becomes an object without you realizing like, oh, yeah, like those are actual people. It's true. And I think when you're wearing like headphones and a microphone, there is that pressure to like say something entertaining or kind of give commentary on everything. Yeah. So, right. Like it, it does... There are a lot of thoughts that would just happen in your head and you wouldn't voice that you do when you have a microphone. Yeah. So I mean, I, I would probably say it off off a microphone, too. Yeah, you but, probably would. But I wouldn't want people knowing. That's why I would. Right. Mm, yeah. Like, you would read the room. Yeah. The problem is there's no room to read there's on no a room. podcast. Because right. you're just going to. You're definitely going to. Have you gotten or... any flack for any of the content you've put on yet? So far, no. But I've only had three episodes. So. But anyway, um, so welcome to the Pornhub podcast. We have our very first non-porno guest today. You're mm-hmm. my first. I'm a porno fan. Yes, you're a porno fan, um, and you're also completely lacking in dignity. And you've probably stuck your dick in places far more disgusting than me or any other porn chick. Honestly. Yes, because you guys have a certain code of ethics right. and cleanliness, which which is why I've always found it fascinating when like. Like girls would be like, "Ew, she's a porn star." That's gr-. it's like, honey, you suck dick for free. No, for sure. I I do think I will say like ever since I've been in porn, I feel way safer STD wise. I think we take care of our vaginas way more than like your average citizen. Well, yeah, that's like, do porn stars get their body parts insured? Like, isn't it like like a some musicians have their like fingers insured? Like, if you're a piano player. <laughs> Uh, J-Lo like, has her ass insured, insured like allegedly. as a porn star can you get like your butthole mouth and vagina insured I don't know like how um I don't know like how what it's like to cash it in like I don't know if yeah you what point do you do like I can't part? make any more money on this right so. but like I know that you can insure it like Kieran Lee has his dick insured for a million dollars and like I know what? they did it for like a very like a PR thing, but it is insured for a million dollars. I don't know how he would cash that out. Like, I don't know if he would have to like get it cut in half or like. Yeah. Like what exactly is the insurance claim? Right. You shouldn't. You should. That should be an episode. You gotta yeah. Talk to him. I need to look into that. Because that's very like what can you pull an insurance scam? Yeah, it's true. So we're here with Carell. Yep. Moving <laughs> I on. I haven't said that yet. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank um, you for coming over. He, yeah. We're in his apartment right now. 
as usual. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Basically, the only difference is that we're holding microphones. Mm-hmm. And even that's not that different because a lot of times we we're are just just like, what can we do? Yeah, we are probably the most motivated but non-creative people when we're together. Like, we're like, we should do this. This is going to be great. Let's just have like a social media fun day. Give our followers something fun. <laughs> and then we just end up watching YouTube yeah. and eating. Yeah, I think it's true. I It's like this weird thing. I don't know that we're, we are super motivated in theory, I think. But we're both, I think we have this in common. I'm very like, I'm, I can be creative and motivated, but on my own terms. I can't force it. So like if like I wake up one day feeling super motivated and I just like want to create content that day, I can usually like I'm like having an on day. Like yeah. I'm funny that day. All my posts are good that day. But like when I'm not having a naturally creative day and then I try to force it, it's, it, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean... That's like your whole life, though. Yeah, well, that's why, like, there's days where I'm, like, super hungover. Mm -hmm. That's my most creative day. But anytime someone's like, oh, you got to do this, I'm like, I got to take a nap. (laughs) Like, I just don't. And I'm also very critical. And that's why, like, when you and I are together, I'm like, let's do this. Every idea that I think of, I'm like, this is is terrible. This is the worst thing I've ever thought of. Mm -hmm, It has to mm -hmm, be in the moment. mm -hmm. And it has to be like, and and that's when you'll text me at 2 in the morning or I'll text you, like, we should do this. Right. And then. Because it also takes a certain element of, like, bravery, right? And that that is fleeting. Do you still care about what people think? Yes. You do not? I do. It's hard not to. Because part of my 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 business model of the brand has become caring but not caring. Because like people are like, "Oh, Krill, you're very triggered like like I posted Hold on. What is this? Sorry. I agree with that though. Like I I think I I I don't care about what a, a, I think I care about what people think, but I care about what people think in the sense that like, I care what the people that I am trying to reach think, but like, I really don't give a fuck about anyone else. So like, I don't care what like the majority of people think I'm real, but I really, really, really want to speak to like the kind of people I want to hang out with, if that makes sense. Yes. Which would, because we're both kind of like without being star fuckers, star fuckers. We're like, it's cool to have the approval of your peers, totally. even though you really shouldn't care because our peers don't really put money in our pockets. It's at all the common man that does. <laughs> but like, I usually do not give a fuck about what people think, but then I have my individual case by case basis with someone that just annoys me. Then I just need to fight with them on mm-hmm. social media. But then, like, I'll turn it into some sort of content out of it. And I'll be like, okay, well, in the end, I still won, even if. Also, I think, like, I-, I never believe when anyone says, I don't care what people think at all. Like, I don't think that's a thing. And certainly not by anyone who is creating any kind of content on the internet. Because if you truly didn't give a shit what people think, like, you wouldn't even be a public person at all. Yeah, you need approval. That's you what we're all here. Approval. Like, we, it, this is a complete, like, ego stroking. Thing. Totally, but at the same time, there, I almost feel like I, I'm so like, I'm so, I feel so like, I don't know what's the word, but like counterculture in that way. Like, I really don't. 
I'm so uninterested in the mainstream. Like I would never seek that approval ever. Like I, I would never want to be accepted by everyone. Like that's well, I don't not think you've created any sort of, and not that maybe what we do is art, but I think it is in some way. Art shouldn't be accepted by everyone, right? To me, like the, the I mean, that's that? like I was like I was always taught that art should evoke some sort of emotion, mm-hmm. and the minute art doesn't evoke any emotion or it's accepted by everyone, then it's not really art. Same with comedy, I think. Like, if it doesn't offend anyone, is it comedy? Well, you can find offense. Well, offense is what? Subjective? Right. So. But, like, is there such a thing as a good joke that does not offend anyone? I mean, look, you can really sit there and analyze Seinfeld and probably find some way to find something that'll offend you. Um, No, you could. Like, and in this day and age, you probably could go through. Yeah, I'm not even talking about this day and age though, because in this day and age, everything offends fucking. See, which is that's everyone. but that's as much as comedians love to talk about. It's harder to be a comic now because you have to watch what you say. I'm like, it's almost created like a really concentrated of audience of people that really love people that do push the boundaries. Oh, totally. So like, it's like a double edged sword. We're like, I'll complain like, oh my god, I'm being censored. This I'm being, but like. Being censored helps my brand because it creates that outrage. It's the same way we're like, oh, it sucks that I'm banned from the city in Canada for doing a party and and they they protest and I can't go there. But that's way better for me than if I just went to that city, had a party and left and it was fun. It's but almost there was the no best attention. press that you could get yeah. that money can't even buy. Yeah. I, you know, and like I feel that way kind of about like porn in general is like I don't even – like, I don't know that I would be so drawn to porn if it weren't, like, taboo. Like, if porn were the most... If porn were as accepted as being an accountant, I don't know that... I would probably still be drawn to it and do it, but maybe the allure wouldn't be, like, quite as strong. Like, I like that it's kind of bad. Yeah, it's completely it's demonized. Like naughty. Which is crazy because that's what I've never understood, that part of society where people just forget everything that they're doing and then stand on a soapbox and complain about shit and without realizing that they're just as guilty. That's what drives me nuts. So people are like, oh, porn is... It's like, dude, everybody jerks off. Everybody looks at porn. Like, the numbers are there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, even the way a woman is not allowed to show her tits in public is insane. It's insane. Like, why not? Literally, half the population has tits. Actually, the whole population has, has tits. tits. just women have fat inside of them. Do you think there was ever a point where tits weren't viewed as sexual and the fact that we hid them made them sexual? Do you think there was a point where people just walked around like, "Ah, it's a fucking boob, whatever. Like, are we naturally turned on by tits or is it like we're kind of taught that tits are hot? Are hot. I don't know because, I mean, like, if you look at tribes in Africa and stuff, they're just walking around with their tits out. So we must have been... At some point, there Just were no like, clothes. And there so, was like, no fake tits back then. Either. Yeah. The- <laughs> so, like, some tits were really gross. <laughs> but not, like, literally national. I think if you tits. if you grew up around, like, your mom's tits hanging out all day, you, it's one of those things you'd be like, all right, well, tits are gross. I never want to look at them again. Maybe. You know, if you, if you, if you, you saw have, your like, mom's the tits. ultimate at, boob fetish. Well, the Oedipus complex, I guess. Right. But I think if I saw my mom's and grandma's tits out every day, 
and then I saw another girl's t- like I would just be like Ugh. like yeah I don't know but like so did tits become sexualized when we started wearing clothing did we always cover the tits with clothing this is probably a conversation for intellectuals and not us not us did your headphones just go out yeah so do mine oh, okay it's back, back. Um, I wouldn't be able to answer these kind of philosophical <laughs> it's not even a philosophical it's like an you, anthropological yeah well there you go that proves the point that i don't know anything oh my headphones keep going yeah mine too is it this thing is that better yeah, yeah. i feel like as long as we don't move it yeah. it's fine yeah i don't know i would really like to know that though that's very interesting but like also i mean is anything that a woman has that a man doesn't and vice versa sexual I mean, is there anything else besides tits that yeah, we don't... I mean, besides penis and vagina. But penis and vagina is sexual because... I Like, that I can understand because the dick goes in the... Yeah, there's got to be some sort of, like you said, like, primal thing in us, too. That, hey, uh, the way animals... Do you think animals are picky? Like, do you think that, like, men... Grown men always sucked on tits? Like, it, during sex and, like, in a sexual manner? Know. Or did that come Or was along? that taught via yeah. porn or whatever other I also always wonder like who was the first person to give a blowjob and were they like you want me to put your dick where like yeah or in the ass even I mean I know they did it like back back in the day like Greeks did it and Romans did it and all that but like what about before that I mean we're also don't forget that they had hallucinogens drugs they had alcohol back then like they they did and they were probably way more like animalistic than us well like they, they just like, probably were like all right let's just they had like greek orgies were like a right. thing where it's they were a, like fucking accept, little boys and it was like accepted yeah like oh i'm going to i mean i don't know if it was like i'm going to a greek orgy but like if <laughs> well, you say i'm going to an orgy, orgy now people are like yeah you're a certain kind of person yeah for sure I don't know. And also, like, what's that thing called where, like, Greek men would, like, mentor younger men, like, boys? Pedophiles. No, they're not. They weren't called pedophiles back then, though. It was called something else where it was, like, almost like a mentorship. Yeah. And and you would basically... <laughs> fuck little boys. Fuck little boys. But it was uh, totally socially accepted. And it was, like, I think even, like, kind of, like, an honor. Yeah. I mean, I think people in power basically created a system where they're like oh well this is a thing we do and people are like oh okay and at like, what I'm point sure. were we like that's not okay and why i mean this country got rid of slavery like less than what 150 not years very ago? Long ago yeah like we're still pieces of shit even now yeah yeah but like i'm wondering at what point did pedophilia become pedophilia do you know what I mean? Like, if if people were fucking little boys back then, like, at what point was it like, oh, we don't do that anymore? Is it at the point that science figured out that, like, children's brains are not fully developed and cannot... Is it a consent thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it still exists. And in some places around the world, it's still like, a, oh, yeah, okay, that's a thing here. Does it exist in the animal kingdom? I don't know. That's a very interesting question. Like, I feel what, like, like no. a full-grown animal fuck like, a 
Yeah, I feel like on an animalistic level, it would make sense to not be sexually attracted to a creature until they're menstruating. Yes, I think that's probably the way it works. But here's the thing. So, and this is not, and this is probably going to piss some people off, but like my question is, if we believe that being gay, you're born gay, if you're born uh, transgender, or at least that's in your head, Mm -hmm. that that's what you've always been, um, can you view being a pedophile as I a can't sexual co- orientation? Like I can't like, like there's actually um, a thing on Reddit. I got to look it up. My friend sent it to me is, is pedophiles who know they're pedophiles, but will never do anything about right. it. Right. Those and, are the strongest people on earth. And they talk about it. They're like, I know this is wrong. It's disgusting. I'm attracted to it. I will never act upon this. And they're like, I would know that I will live a lonely, sad life, but I know that I'm attracted to them, but I can never do anything. about. I, I will never be able to do anything about it. That's to me like <clears throat> I do believe that. I mean, like I, I think I don't think everyone is b- one way because of one thing, obviously. Yeah. Like there's so many different ways you can become a pedophile. But I do. I definitely personally believe that there are people who are like just naturally attracted to young people well i mean think about it this way and i think i'm turned so on sad. and look i think we all have it in us in a sense like i'm turned on by a, a chick in a schoolgirl outfit not saying she's 12 right. but like if a 21 year old girl dresses like a schoolgirl, that's hot that turns me on and why is it turned me on because is, it, is that the same reason because it's taboo like i'm um, turned on because oh let me pretend she's like a naughty 15 year old or girl. is it also because we were all once kids and we remember being horny at that age you know, seeing people our age. In well, yeah, and it's probably outfits. also hot to imagine somebody young. No one's got like, hey, put on those, you know, I mean, I guess people have a mature fetish. It takes like, you back put- to like a, you know, a time in your life where you couldn't you get were laid. super horny. You couldn't get laid. You had no responsibilities. You know, things like that didn't come with consequence. And I don't know. But I do feel very like my heart goes out to pedophiles. I, I think it's horrible to act. To be an active pedophile. I think it's horrible to fuck a child, basically, obviously. Do you think... But I think it would suck to... My heart goes out to people who have that urge and, like, cannot ever act on their one true sexual fantasy because it's horrible. Okay, so I think child pornography, completely wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you jerk off to, like, an Oshkosh Bagosh catalog, should you go to jail? No. Do you think? No, because you've committed no crime. You've committed no crime. If you're coming in your pants to legal content, then... Uh, please do it at home also like not that this is a possibility in any way but i think like in in a perfect world well in a perfect world no one would be a pedophile i guess like you wouldn't have that urge see to but somebody's with. gonna get upset about you because like in a perfect world you'd be like oh there would be no kids with down syndrome and then everyone who has kids with down uh, syndrome see, but that's a, but that please everyone these days but that's my whole argument with that uh, and i've already discussed that a thousand times is like you, yeah you're happy you you you, you could you're not you're dealing with the with the cards you were dealt and you're happy and this is your special person that you given birth to but like let's not pretend people ask for this. Right. In the same way the pedophile guys are like, "Hey, it sucks that I'm a pedophile. I would never act upon it, but it's not like I would want this if I had a choice." In the right. same way like if I was had a kid who was going to be born with down syndrome, I'd be like, "Well, I didn't ask for this, but, but what am I going to do with her in the trash?" Right. But like I think in a perfect <laughs> in a perfect world, like if if there were a way to absolutely monitor this, which there is not, but like if we could just stop creating child pornography 
right now, mm-hmm. like right this instant, like there is absolutely no more child pornography being made. Yep. I would be okay with moving forward the pedophiles jerking off to the child pornography already made. Of course, I realize that like, I realize that, you know, because there's an audience, mm-hmm. that's why we're producing it. Yeah. Of course. If there weren't a demand, you know, nobody would be making child pornography. Exactly. But like, I do believe that they not deserve an outlet, but like, I think it would make the world a safer place to ha- for them to have an out- outlet. Well, the same people would say that, oh, it'll turn them on so much, they'll need the real thing eventually. It's a gateway drug. I don't know that I believe I don't know, but there's that. no, I mean, you know, it's the same that people that probably that. say video games cause violence, like... I don't. I mean, also like, yeah, or like even watching like Fast and the Furious. Does that make us want to go race cars? No. Or think about all the incest porn. Does that make everyone go out and fuck their sister? No. And I mean, no. like, look, most of the things you see on the internet, mm-hmm. in especially, it, it, nothing is close in real life. Threesome porn, amazing, fun to watch. You're like, oh god, I want a threesome. You have a real threesome in real life. It's not that great. Have you ever had a threesome in real yeah. life? And like, and you're just like, eh, I don't have enough dick to go around. And it's not like, and you're just, you're drunk. It's sloppy. It's not. It's not well orchestrated. It's not terrible because on the same page. and they're not okay. And it's not like I'm having a threesome with two porn stars. Right. It's like, but even just two chubby chicks from Tampa. You know what I mean? It's even a threesome with two porn stars. I don't think is nearly as like seamless as a porno threesome. So here's a question. Do you have, like, when you do, when you used to do porn, Mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of theatrics involved. Mm -hmm. um, And I know that probably sets a high standard. Mm -hmm. Do you have that kind of real life sex or is it very dialed down? You know, this is something like I struggle with. I'm not going to lie. So, like, whenever I fuck someone for the first time in real life, I'm like, do I. Are they expecting... I've never fucked a person that didn't know I was in porn or had never seen a porno of me. Okay. And um, I'm like, especially if it's not someone in porn, I'm like, do the, I give them the porn star experience or do I give them like the slightly muted version, which is but perhaps what do you, so more you view, But what do you enjoy? So for me, I like the theatrics. To me, that makes sex more exciting. Mm-hmm. I like being really loud. I like putting myself in like a lot of positions that's like really pleasing to the guy's eye. Like to me, that turns me on. Like turning him wanted, on being wanted. is such being wanted. It's yes, such a discussed. sad, sad, non-sexual thing. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, again, that approval, like I really enjoy that. That actually does turn me on. So for me, like I do end up giving the porn star experience for sure. And I do have that kind of sex in my real life. But at the same time, like I'm, it is in my head when I fuck a guy for the first time, I'm like, is he just going to think I'm now I'm like thinking like levels and levels into it where I'm like, now does he think that I'm just giving him the porn star experience and this is all fake. And like, do you know what I mean? Like I, there a lot of thoughts go through my head when I fuck a guy for the first time and like it's I, I don't know like I haven't I, I've done both so I don't know has anyone ever been like eh, that was all right um yeah like no I, I have definitely had a guy who publicly said he was like oh fucking you in your life is like 
definitely very different than a porno. And that when I fucked him, like I was very aware. Were you guys dating or was it just like a one off? Um, it was like a fuck buddy situation. Mm. And like it, it was, you know, like, see the beauty of porn and jerking off to you is once I'm done, I shut the laptop and you go away. Right. Well, that's why I think the porno threesome is the perfect threesome because like, you know, this is what you're going to put all your energy and dedicate your life to for the next 30 minutes and then it's over. The porno three. Oh, like in real life? In No, in in a porno. Yeah. Like when you have a threesome, like there's You're no talking about you being of, in it. I'm talking about as a viewer, porno threesome because they don't show you. And that's And I'm sure there's a mm-hmm. sketch or skit somewhere where it's like real porn. No one shows you what happens after. Like when now those two girls are with you and you're like, well, now how am I going to sleep with exactly. three people in a queen size bed in a hotel room? Exactly. Like, I, and, and is it polite to be like, all right, could you? There's so much awkwardness. And that's what I mean. Like even in shooting the porno threesome, like, you know, like, okay, we're going to go at it really hard for the next 30 minutes. And then like, we don't have to worry about each other's feelings. Everyone can just not even speak to each other and just go shower and like take care of yourself. We can drive off or we can have lunch together. It's not like, it's not this thing of like, you, you have to like worry about people's feelings and then... And then was that your girlfriend and a friend? And then like, if so, yeah. like, how do you kick that friend out? Have you ever caught feelings on a porn shoot? Yeah, I got married oh, that's to right. the guy I met in my Have first you ever duty. had a guy catch like feelings where you're like, oh, oh this yeah. is awkward? Oh, all the time. And I would, I'll go as far as to say like, I catch feelings a lot more often. Like during the scene, I'll catch, and I allow myself to do that. Like, like, in your, I, like I when you're doing a porn, what's going through your head? Are you like, oh my God, I could see my life with this guy? Oh, totally. I'm like, what, like you what build out the whole like, story. Not the whole story, enough but like un- enough of it. I think like I-, I definitely think like what would he be like as a boyfriend? I, you know, I mean, I have all of those thoughts. And are and you, then a lot are of you times, jealous? As soon as the porno ends, I'm like, oh, oh. what the f- gross? What was I thinking? Is it the do you do you? Obviously, the guy comes in every porn, or at oh. least it looks like it does. Do you? Yeah. Okay. But I'm. This is why I'm perfect for porn. I can, no matter like what I'm doing, I could be like humping a sofa and I can like mentally get myself to a place where I can come. Yeah, but. And I can do it a lot. Okay. And I can find. Does it make your performance better? Because me sitting at home couldn't tell if you're coming in real life or not. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I've faked very few orgasms on camera. I have for sure. Um, But like. Usually if the director is like, all right, let's end this with an orgasm, I can like just build it up in my head and then actually make myself Mm. come. But like also, and I can pretty much find anything, something in anyone that turns me on. Like I'm really good at like forcing a chemistry. I mean, that's me. That's yeah. I will find anything like, oh, I I really like her peg leg. Whatever. whatever. (laughs) No, but for real, like even a peg leg, like I can. Have you ever fucked anyone for the story? No, but I ah, uh, like a midget. Like you like I took down a midget. No, but I would. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I would absolutely fuck a midget. I would absolutely fuck a paraplegic, um, and not just for the story to tell other people either. Like the story, like for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like I like have... look sitting at home, and be like, hmm, I'm glad I did that in my life. Yeah. Like it's like I've lived. Like you ever see like a documentary about someone's life? And you're like, man. They've lived such an awesome mm-hmm. life. Like the stories they must have. I'm like, I need more. Yeah. Like 
Totally. Like, because that's how much of an ego I might have. Sometimes I'm like, well, the movie they'd make about my life is pretty boring right now. I need to add some more shit to it. That's the scariest thing to me about monogamy. Like, literally, that's it. But do you think that just the sexual experience is the only things that will define your interesting life? Like, can you make cooler <sighs> stories with... Those are the I ones that show. matter to me. Yeah. Okay. By the way, um, because you were... we we What? Nothing. All right. Um, the talking about if you fuck in real life the same way in porn. Yeah. Did you really put Neosporin on your butthole? Yes, I did. I was reading that. I was like, I wonder if that's real or not. But I, I did. And put- then the best part is, is my man has 10 followers and doesn't tweet ever, but just responds to all your fans. <laughs> and he's like, he yep, that was so, me. I'm he like, so bad. Okay. I'm so like- <laughs> I, I mean, I've talked about him before on here. So I'm dating this guy that. I'm dating this guy that I dated before I got into porn. He's my ex, but now he's my current. And he is so bad at being public in any way. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, he will sit there and, like, read every single comment from everyone on Instagram, which I do, too. Does he comment back? But he'll comment back. And I'm like, you can't do that. Or he'll be like, or he'll text me in the middle of the day and be like, hey, can you block so-and-so? Oh, God. Like, they left they left a mean comment on your thing. And I'm like, are you insane? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, you can't. Yeah. You can't talk to any of these people that say mean things. You can't. Well, you do. But that's a whole other thing, right? Like, because you, you do it in a way the that's thing is like, so like, you almost make it ev- this huge thing. Yeah. It's well, then I blow it out of proportion. Yeah. Well, it's funny with Sean because I'm like, Sean, you're basically kicking water uphill. You're trying to have a logical conversation with some guy that commented, I want to come in your butthole. Like, right. the, a, 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 for a grown man is publicly commenting that on your girl's page. Right. You're never gonna say anything. You've you've like you've lost. That's Just like, by what are you gonna say that? to him if he's already publicly admitting that he wants to come in a random girl's butt? It's kind of like it's like arguing with a drunk person. Yeah, like you're, you're not on the win. same level of yeah. logic. No, you're just no. not. Yeah. So like he is he's slowly getting used to that. Or like even if we're in public and someone asks for a photo or something, he's like, I don't want to be that guy taking photos of you. And I'm like, just fucking do it like it's so much easier to just now do, do you it. think it how public have you made him um how public i like you, you th- a little bit here and there a little bit here and there i've like mentioned we're dating we're at the point where like i mean i'm at the point where like yeah like i i've definitely let it been known that like i'm divorced and there's this new guy in my life and which is crazy you you had no he, single period for anyone to slide in no like literally went from none. one to the next but like i told you that no i know but for like <laughs> you couldn't even leave a little mystery to your fans were like oh man i can i'm moving in like maybe i can get a chance well but you know <laughs> not that they stand a chance it's like those girls when like justin timberlake were single girls like oh my god yes he's single it's like bitch he would never fuck you like on what planet do you think justin timberlake is going from britney spears to you but you know what like i'm I don't, I love being in relationships and I'm just like not, it used, I used to be very ashamed of this. Like when I was, I mean, even up until like maybe my last relationship, like it, I'm super, I used to be super embarrassed about how many boyfriends I've had because I've had a lot of like hardcore relationships. about husbands, but. Yeah, yeah or husbands, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like I, at this point I'm like, whatever, I just like to be in relationships I'm needy, whatever. Like I'm embracing it. it. Yeah. I'm owning it. 
Because whatever. What are you going to change? You only have one life. Just do yeah. do it the way you want to do it. Exactly. Speaking of relationships, you're in one. Well, yeah. See, I'm in the same boat as you where I have to teach Joanne the same shit that like you're trying to show Sean where it's kind of like you understand that there's so much attention on us mm-hmm. that and we've had the practice of at right. least a decade for That's... me of like learning to have a thick skin, learning right. which people to talk to and which people to ignore in the comment section, knowing that if I'm going to comment back to someone that I'm doing it like I'm two steps ahead. You're I'm doing two it on your ahead. terms also. Like like the conversations that I post with my DMs with people like I'm always two steps ahead thinking how will this conversation go and how can I drive it to create more content. I don't really give a fuck about talking to these strangers. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll chime in once in a while. Someone's like, oh my God, I love your merch. I'm like, cool, thanks. Blah, blah, blah. But most of my conversations are calculated. Right. It's not like a, oh, like, you know, if someone to like say like, make fun of Joanne on her page, say something stupid. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, oh, block. Like, it's <clears> not, <throat> it's not a, it's not <clears throat> so much like an uncontrolled reaction. It's very yeah. much controlled. It looks, <clears throat> well, that's the thing. It looks chaotic. But it's controlled mm-hmm. chaos. Right. The idea is like, oh my god, like Kirill's so fucking triggered today. And it's like, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing what I normally do. Right. I fight with people on the internet. Right. So I don't. But at least like, yeah, that you're right. That's unfair. It's unfair for us to expect other people to like have that decade of of experience that we well, have. We also are in fields where nothing matters. Nothing can hurt us. Well, like that's Joanne has a thing. day job. Sean has his own business. Whatever. Right. Like. Everything is like, and that's, and I never got it. And it still bothers me. People like, well, you know, like who you are is a reflection of me, but it's like, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Right. And we're, we've also created these, like, I hate saying like the word brand, I like, cause it's so corny, but like we've created these like images of ourselves that like, like literally we've already shit on ourselves so much. We've yeah. already done like the worst things. We've already let people into like the worst side of ourselves that like you can't, you can't make us look any worse. Which is why it like, it's amazing when you do something nice, people think it's like the greatest thing on the planet. Right. Where it's like, I'm such a piece of shit for 10 years. And now where I'm like, Oh, we just sent a cancer kid, like a Nintendo switch. Cause he emailed me. People are like, Oh my God, You're like the nicest guy on the planet. I'm you know like, what? I'm guilty know. of that though with you. Because when I, we had been talking for a while before we met in person. Yeah. And then also I followed your social media for so long. Mm-hmm. And like, I just assumed you were going to be like kind of a douchey asshole. Like totally. That's just what I assumed. And then like we met and then we spent like every day together. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. But like, so I'm, gu- I'm definitely guilty of that. Like I assumed you were going to be one way and then you were so cool or Maybe not like maybe you even you I think were just we, I think you and I just I was like, oh, my God, I think you and so I just cool. connected on. We were just both in the same. Yeah. Headspace about everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that was even though you don't believe the word retard and faggot should be said out loud. Well, in passing, <laughs> I don't think we're there yet is what it is, I guess. I think one day we'll be able to say retard and faggot. Oh, I'm okay saying Like, it. I know you are. By the I'm way, not. the topics we've discussed already, retard, faggot, and pedophilia, like, <laughs> this, this is... may be your final episode. <laughs> Pornhub's like, all right. Like, all right. Okay. We're, we don't want our Shut name attached down. to this. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. But you're you're actually, do you make a lot of friends? I love making friends. Yeah. But I'm very, sc- I'm one of those guys where, 
Um, and Kevin says this all the time. He's like, I'll give you enough rope to hang yourself. Meaning? Meaning like I will be not, we meet someone and we're, we're really, um, if I meet you under the right circumstances, if I'm introduced to you, 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 you're given all the leeway in the world. If I, if I somehow connect with you through social media, we're both like fans of each other, whatever it is. Um, if you go up to me at a party, 99% of the chances we're not going to become friends, but I'll, I'll treat you as I treat any of my friends. But the minute you start getting annoying or I see some shit that bothers me, it's like, I'm just going to let you, you just get phased out. Like, it's like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm the same anymore. way. Well, except that I don't I'm make not a lot of friends in the f- first place. Like I, I'll, I make like less than one friend a year. Whereas I think lucky. you make one friend like a day. Well, my thing is like, there's, what's a friend? Like I'll meet. Right. So like here's the friend. thing. Like I'll, <clears throat> I did a party, let's just say in Hoboken, um, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. a bunch of girls emailed me like, we want to come party with you. I'm like, absolutely. They come. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're like really fun chicks. I exchange info with them. I'm like, you're always welcome on my party. And I have another party this week and I invited them. Are they my friends? No. Like I wouldn't, but also they're more than acquaintances. Yeah. I wouldn't go to dinner with them. Right. I go to dinner with you or, but there's work friends, I guess. Like there's people that are like, I enjoy being out with. Yeah. That's what I say about a lot of people in porn is like, I wouldn't call them necessarily a friend, but like I would be thrilled if I found out that I was working with them the next day or like that they were going to be on the same yeah, set as exactly. me. Like I'd be really genuinely excited. Yeah. But like, I, and I'm the same way. Like I, as soon as something annoys me or whatever, like I'm not going to be, I'm, I don't believe in changing people. Like I really don't believe in that, no. especially a friends. Like I'm not going to be like, listen, when you said this, it, did this to me and I think we should work on that. Like to me, if you come to me with that, like we're done. Like I'm not interested in that friendship, but like, so I'm definitely very, very, very non-confrontational in that way. Yeah, you're right. I just let people be. I'm like, that's who you are. That's That's who you are. Cool. Not interested. We'll run into each other. We'll hang out once in a while, but it's not like you're going to be my best friend. Right, right, right. But like also something I've noticed about you, you have a ton of female friends. I think I need to for my job because I always fall into the self-conscious thing where um, where I just need girls around because that's part of the brand. Okay. And it also, like, especially nowadays, like I don't even, like maybe in the beginning I would be a little more, not hands-on in my parties where it's like I'll pour the champagne or I'll like, if a girl's like, oh, let's take a photo together with her tits out and I might be like, hold her boob because she wanted now it's like it's a different ball game like anytime a girl's like oh like pour champagne in my butt i'll have a female one of my girlfriends pull her pants down yeah like if she wants like it's never like right yeah i hear what you're saying maybe i'm also just building a, a like an insulation of like oh well look at all these women that think i'm not a creep right I think that's also like, I mean, not to make it like a feminism thing, but I think that's really important for feminism to like see that women want that because right now we assume that women don't. And I think I find that super offensive. I also like connect with girls on that level where it's like if to me, a cool chick is way better than a cool guy. Like Mm -hmm. one, because they're cool and they have tits. Like it's like, but uh, because it's it's fun to see a, a, a chick with a sense of humor 
and sees the the irony and the sarcasm behind everything. Then some dude's like, yo, bro, I love the tits. Like, everything you say is funny. It's like, cool, thank you. But if a chick comes up, it's like, oh, I really appreciate, you know. It's almost, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's, the men are an easy audience. Yeah. It's the same way where, like, if I make a black joke and black people are like, yo, that shit's hilarious. Then you're like, I'm looking for your approval in that situation. Right. Whether I am or not, but, like, I am. Right. So if I'm doing a lot of, quote unquote misogynistic shit as people like to say and the girls are like oh my god we love this blah blah blah. then you're like all right i'm that way even with friends like i don't like the not that i don't like but i gravitate toward the person who doesn't like everyone if if you're like the kind of person (laughs) yeah yeah like kevin doesn't like anyone no one so if kevin likes you like you're you must be cool well it's that like you know don rickles thing like he you only make fun of the ones you love right so it's like i'd rather be I've, made fun yeah. of by Kevin then then him just like have no opinion towards you because right. that's even more upsetting right you're like oh he doesn't even care about me yeah to hate me that's kind of like how I feel about relationships in a nutshell which is I guess where daddy issues come from like this man like well I guess I don't know or the approval thing. the approval thing were you did you always have a lot of female friends growing up no I I'm I mean I was raised by mostly like Women. I know this is like the cliche worries by women, but like my my grandma, my aunts, um, yeah, I grew up around them. But like, it's also a very like I don't even know how I, I I yeah, and I also didn't I don't know how I got into this. It's all just it it was just I'm telling you it was strictly party photos, and they were good party photos, energetic people having the time of their life, and I was starting to make good money, and then some chick I remember the night it, it was like in a basement club in New York, and some chick just like whipped her boobs out and I took the photo and we literally had a conversation with me and my best friend for an hour about whether or not I should post a photo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think it's going to take it in a very different direction. And I'm like, but it happened. And that was to me the whole thesis or whatever the, the whole concept of the site was if it happens, I'm post, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show it. Mm-hmm. It's like quote unquote, like war photography. Mm-hmm. We're like, Hey, I have photos of a guy doing blow. I'm going to post that. Right. Yeah, if he doesn't like it, I'll take it down. But I'm not going to not post something just because it might be like right. too risque. So posted the boob photo. And because my site was so big, the next week another girl showed up and just took her to. And it just grew. And it just became like, okay, just girls just end up starting to get. Happened very organically. Which I did, you know, luck. it's weird how it works out because I've been a history of shooting myself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Whether it's doing the going a little too graphic with the party photos because that turned off 50% of the clubs that wanted to book me because mm-hmm. they don't want that. That's not their image. Turned off all the corporate shit I was shooting because they're like, ah, Corel's doing this stuff now. And then I got Slut Whisper on Instagram. Right. Which is like... And there, there goes, you say that that was like your fifth Instagram account. It's like or fifth or right? sixth or seventh. And seven. that's just the name that happened to stay. <laughs> what happened is I ran out of names. What happened is I had crew was here, deleted, created a new one, deleted, created a third one, deleted. And I would take a month break and I'd be like, fuck Instagram. This isn't the medium for me. And then I'd be like, I need to go back on. So I'd go back on. Why is that? Because it's, it's. Is it like the ultimate FOMO? It's not, it's not the FOMO. It was like, I was seeing it as a business. Like I'm missing eyes. I know that the content I can create should live on there and will generate an audience and will help me build my brand. It's something like if I could put a show on NBC, I would. Mm-hmm. I knew I could put something on Instagram and I just kept. But it beca- it got to the point where I was doing such 
like PC shit and it was still getting deleted because yeah. I had so many people that didn't like me that right. they would just report me. Right. And then one day I was like, all right, I'm giving it one last shot. I need a name for Instagram. And some kid tweets out Slut Whisper and I was like, done. That's, That's it. hilarious. Made it and then it blew up. And now that's what you're. And stuck but with. it sh- shot me in the foot because, not that I would, because I've never been about ads. I never had on my old site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I missed out every opportunity to do co-branding with people, even if it was on brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an alcoholic. I, it would be great to have a liquor sponsorship, mm-hmm. but no one's gonna touch an Instagram called Slut Whisper. Right. It's one of those things. So, I'm the king of shooting myself in the foot. Which has but, allowed me to get creative right. to make money, it's, which I've kind of like been like, oh, this is really cool. We're doing the merch. We're doing this. Yeah, it's definitely I, I see it as like a double edged sword. I like it. I like being the underdog. And I, I think the people that like you, including myself, like I think that's what's that's your appeal is that that's the sense that you don't give a fuck. Yeah, right? I'm like the Rodney Dangerfield of Instagram. I get no respect. <laughs> I don't think anyone the, from this generation has is gonna no idea that. what it is. Um, oh, s- s- awesome fact, by the way. Um, so Instagram's supposed to delete your account and keep it deleted. Forever? Forever. Or at least your name. Mm-hmm. They released Kirill Was Here and someone has it. That's fucked up. Yeah, because at Asa Akira is totally like you. no one can get it. Someone will be able to get it eventually. You got to keep watching. I'll check every day. Some kid in Russia. I'm like, I could talk to my lawyers, talk to Instagram back and forth nightmare is it trademarked it is but does that even matter for it does, social media it does because it's like squat i think it's we, there's weird if you make a if you have enough clout with instagram they'll yank it for you if they, right. you know what i mean like hey if i'm sure there was an account called uber before uber came along right right you know right. what i mean um and i was like and this happened monday i was just like you know what fuck it i dm the kid and i'll go i will give you a thousand dollars for this name yeah and he goes 1500 and i went done and i have Kirill was here I oh, you it. do? I got it. Oh, you have it? I, I got it yesterday. I, I Wait, that's so weird because you've known about it for a while. Well, someone else had it before him apparently. Oh. And I remember getting an email being like, 10 grand, I'll give it to you. And I was like, go fuck yourself. I'm not giving you 10 grand. Yeah. And then I was sitting around because I'm doing the photography thing again. Yeah. I'm really, and I want to make a safer outlet on Instagram for just my photos. Which so will are still you going to make re- a second account for Carl Was Here? I have Carl Was Here already. No, no, no. But I mean like, is that going to be a separate account or are you just going to use that name for your current No. Account? If I switch Slut Whisper to Carl Was Here, I can kiss my brand goodbye. Because the idea is it's like, I sold out. I need Slut Whisper uh. to still be Slut Whisper. Carl Was Here is just going to be my photo work. Right. Like party photos or any fun photos you and I would take. Right. You know, I'll still push those like, boundaries, but it's going to be more, it's going to be what the site was because I'm bringing I'm that back. I'm all about having separate accounts for separate things. Like I put all my selfies on also whole three because like I, I'm just like not into the idea of having too many selfies yeah. of me on my, I, I just think it's lame. It's corny unless it's on my Yeah. Other well, that's account. fine. But that's and then also like I put all my like house plants and like pictures of like my house on also whole five because yeah. like i know that no one wants to see that shit yeah. but like the people that do have the we option do. exactly of going to well that's why that's account. so i had Kirill's photos and it's got like nine thousand followers i made it three years ago has four photos on it mm-hmm. and i was like well should i just make that Kirill was here i was like those followers have existed for nine years they don't give a fuck about me anymore so i'm basically starting over i have mm-hmm. 15 followers on Kirill was here just from like 
people who saw that I followed myself. They, right. They came over to that account waiting for Isn't something. Isn't it weird that there's people who are like watching? I've never seen the, you know when you can swipe on Instagram? Yeah. You People who like your shit and then you swipe over and you can see what other people are liking? Yeah. That creeps me out. I don't like seeing that page. I never go to it. It's I know like, it exists, but literally, like I always you forget know that, it exists. That until page, I accidentally. That go to page it. is what ruins our social media yes, interactions because nobody wants to like our shit. I always tell people this: like our, you and I, our likes to follower ratio terrible, terrible, because no one wants to be seen liking our shit. Have you ever had someone come up to you and been like, "I'm a huge fan," but and I you're can't like, follow you? Yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time, but yeah. So this anyway. is this is a sad conversation. This is, yeah, it is sad. This Let's is, move on. Um, but you know what? People say like, oh, you guys care too much. They're the same ones who are posting a photo with 97 hashtags trying to get a like out of a stranger. Right. Like we're all you're, you're on social media because you have an ego. Because if you didn't, then you, you would just then you would just text media. your friends that photo exactly. instead of posting it. Exactly. You would text so your inner circle. All pieces of shit. Exactly. That's that's the moral here. <clears throat> Okay, so this is actually a segmented podcast, but like... What does that mean? We have not... It means like there's segments and usually Ooh. like everything. So the last 40 minutes usually, or whatever, it's the last 50 minutes that we've been talking usually would have been like an interview. Oh, so And I have all these questions prepared, but we covered no. a lot of them. And, you know, with you, it's just like it... It's... We're just like naturally we're people who talk rainbow, a lot. Yeah. Like I don't need to like ask you anything to get you to talk. So anyway... The segment we're about to enter is called Let's Talk About Me, even though like okay. we've been talking about me this whole time also. But um, so is this is like a jingle. It goes like, it's, no, there's no jingle. I'm not like that. Me. I'm not there. Maybe yet. Joanne will write you one. Yeah, maybe I'll hit her up. But like, so basically, this is the part where we talk about me and I'm going to bring you? something about myself up and okay. then we're going to discuss that for like the next five minutes. I love that we just talked for 50 minutes about stroking <laughs> our ego. So like, by the way, the new segment is more about me. <laughs> yeah maybe i need to change this to let's talk, talk about more Asa. about me more about us more about me so my period's late that's what i wanted to bring up to you today i mentioned am i the first person to hear this um besides i'm sure sean yeah so sean knows and yeah oh, like you're juicy. pretty much so my period is five days late right now what does that mean in the female world it, it means, could still be nothing, right? It could still totally be absolutely nothing. I'm like in that zone right now where like it's it's a little scary. Like it, it five days late is a lot. I'm usually very, very regular mm -hmm. and I have been getting cream pied a lot. And what is um, it cream pie? It's when cream pie is like when a guy comes inside of a vagina. Oh, why wouldn't you just be like, that's just sex? I don't know it needed its own term. <laughs> I always thought cream pie was like, like where you come on the vagina. Well, do you come in a vagina every time? Yeah. You do? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Are you trying to have a baby? No, but there's birth control. Oh, okay. Yeah, You're I didn't even think control? of that. I'm not on birth control. I'm not on birth control. You're not on birth control, he wears a condom? No. And he comes to you and you're like, oh, I might be pregnant? Well, <laughs> yeah, but like I've also, you know, I, I've... I've been Asian, doing that you're for a really long bad time. at statistics. Like statistically, <laughs> no, but like I also like this. Does if comes exposed to air, is it done? No, it can still be active. Yeah, like like if, he can't like, just shoot so onto your labia. I could go have sex with like Kobe Bryant. He could come in my hand, let's say, and I could shove that in my pussy for like the next 
hour or something. It's an hour? I don't know if it's an I hour. Feel like, I feel it like, has to be at the you right know what temperature. I think this podcast it's more about needs. temperature. You, a need scientist. Need like, you need somebody like a Robin from Howard Stern that just sits in a glass, like Ben Stein of and like Googles porn, things. and be like, hi. Um, or like somebody that just knows all this. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of like that. Not There's knowing? a lot of things I don't want to know. For example, I have, and if you know the answer, don't tell me, okay? That's going to be good. Are, are crabs the same thing as lice? Crabs? Same thing as lice? I think they're the same they're family. Just that they're on your pubes I think rather like, than your head? I think it's like a husky and a werewolf. Like they're in this, they're, they're like similar but not enough. Could they mate? Could a oh, crab no, and a lice mate? See, this is why. You I don't want to know. I have an I idea. Wanna... I have an idea. What you need is an Alexa in your podcast. So you just Ooh, good idea. That's a very good idea. And you just ask her dumb shit. And if she gives you a stupid answer, it's even funnier. That's a very good idea. Um, I am taking that. I'm ordering an Alexa tonight. Um, but yeah, so. Have you ever had crabs? I've never had crabs. I had lice once. You did? Ew, well, gross. because, well, here's the thing. <laughs> when you're poor well, you and you are, come to America. I was just going to say you are I didn't immigrant. come on a Mayflower. But, like, it's, <laughs> well, you stay in, like, the Catskills, like, shitty summer homes. Of course you're going to get something. Uh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Relax, I, miss. I grew up in Manhattan, okay? Yeah, I've also had chlamydia, like, six times. Really? So, yeah. So maybe how do, you get rid of, how do you get rid of chlamydia? Oh my god! Just it's, a pill. It's the easiest fucking thing. You take but it a stays pill, with you forever, no, doesn't it? No, oh, that's so weird. no. It's not like herpes. So chlamydia, you take a pill, and it's it's literally it's easier than having a cold because a cold there's no cure. You don't know how long it's going to last, and it's it, you suffer. Whereas chlamydia, you don't even know no, you have it. You don't even know you have it. You find out you have it because you get tested, and then you take a pill, and it goes away, hmm. like within three or four days. It's the most painless thing ever. It, it it only hurts your ego. It's just that it's because it's lumped in with the other ones. It makes it sound so bad. Oh, totally. It's it's not fair that it's lumped in. It's kind of like how statutory rape is lumped in with rape. It's fucked up because it's not the same thing. It's when like a if like a 17 year old fucks a 15 year old girlfriend, that's statutory rape in some states. Hmm. It's like the age thing. I don't think that's okay. Yeah, I agree. Or I don't think that it's like if you fuck your girlfriend in a car, you're now a registered sex offender. That's fucked up. Like you're, but there are levels to the registry. Like you're, yeah, if you're no a level one, one it's not levels. the same. No as, one's looking exactly. up those. Exactly. You know, that's I mean? the thing. Is like nobody not informed enough. And the second it's like you the, are it, looking into those things, like you're kind of a pervert. It's like the threat level, terrorist threat level. It's like it's a yellow, it's a purple. You're like, I, who gives a shit? Like, Once you're on that list, you're on that list. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but can we go back to talking about me? Yes. Please? Back to you. This is so. Okay. <laughs> questions. Are you ready to be a mother? You're out yes. of porn. I'm not you're out not, of porn. That's the thing. I'm not out of porn. I'm. I'm no, no, no. You're out of making movies. Well, I'm you're not. In the por- oh. I don't know yet. So, like, right now, oh my I'm, God, I'm if in... You, do you think you'd get a lot of money for pregnant porn? I wouldn't do pregnant porn. Why? Anal. Okay. I am a Without consumer her. of pregnant porn. I like pregnant porn. I'm super, like, I think pregnant women are so hot. Like, do you remember when Maria was pregnant on Sesame Street? What? Oh, my God. It was, like, the hottest fucking time of you my life. You masturbated to Maria on Sesame Yes. And I was like super small, but like, anyway, it doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. I like pregnancy porn, but personally, would I do it? No, because I think it's, there's something that's kind of fucked up about like, you're not even born yet and you've been in a porno. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, maybe not I, so. I, I, I agree with you in the sense like, yeah, you're obviously going to fuck while you're pregnant, but no one has to know about it. No, and not only that, it's like, can you imagine like going to school in sixth grade and some kid finds that pregnant porn of when your mom was pregnant with you and they're going to be like, haha, I saw you in a porno like in an anal uh, scene. As opposed to all the other videos of the mom. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little bit next level. Like maybe that kid wants to be like, who knows what that kid wants to grow up to be. I don't think it's fair to put them in a porno before they can make that choice. I think porn should be a choice. If a child, if you're considered a fetus to be a living thing, aren't you engaging in pedophilia by fucking a pregnant woman? No, because you're not fucking the child they're you're involved fucking the mom i guarantee it's a you threesome get, at you, best so you're so yeah so oh, it's a threesome a pedophilic threesome, threesome. Hmm. interesting i know that there there's like um isn't there like a scientific um measurement of when a fetus becomes a child or a person i mean it's like when their brain produces a certain chemical or something and then that's considered like that's i, I want to say it's a, dmt or something like that it's not a drug you do in the it's desert. A, yeah, but it's also like okay. a chemical that you're All right, back to you. Anyway, we back keep to getting, me. We keep getting, we keep getting sidetracked. Side. Okay, so. I think I'm, I think I am, I, I will say this. I think you'd be a very good mom. Thank you. But you're very attentive. Mm-hmm. You're very loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, you make great money, so you'll be able to provide for them, as I know. And I think a child's love is something that's going to literally be all you want. Because you're so needy. The ultimate approval. That the ultimate, like, you're just, you would be a great stay-at-home mom. Yeah, but, like, I would have to decide, like, what I'm going to do about, like, can I still shoot porn? I mean, I guess I wouldn't have to make any of those decisions until it's out. I mean, you could look. You could have a kid, but not make it the focus of your life in the sense of, like, what? like look, no, no, in, like, from a professional standpoint, okay. like, um... Everybody knows Jay-Z's and Beyonce's child. Right. It's a pretty public child. As opposed to, I don't even know if Adam Sandler has kids. He does. Exactly. Right. So, like, his career has nothing to do with his personal life. He keeps it very private. So, you could have a kid and work. People who know will know. Some fans will be like, oh, my God, you have a daughter. She's so beautiful. Right. The people who follow your your fucking house account right. will know that you have a child. Yeah, but come on. You know me. Like, do you think that that's something I could keep as a secret? My period is five days late, and I'm already talking about it on a fucking podcast. Yeah, but I think you're podcast. already conscious about not doing pregnant porn. You'll find a way to be like, that's off limits for me to expose to the world. I don't want my child who can't fight back like we can right. to be right a part of that. Right. I don't know. I'm definitely at the point where, like, if I'm pregnant, I wouldn't have an abortion. I would not have an abortion. I've had two abortions before. And, like, back then, it wasn't even, like, a... This is the first time in my life I'm even, like, ooh, I think if I'm pregnant right now, I'd keep it. Like, that was never a thing. To me, it was, like, oh, shit, I'm pregnant. Uh, What number do I call to get rid of this thing? Yeah. Well, I think you're... What is it because your your age and the fact that you're you're financially it's everything everything. so yeah Yeah. so my age my financials um do you think it'll make your relationship stronger or this could be like a whoa we gotta no I mean I think 
I think it would. I, I don't know. I mean, I I guess how could it not make a relationship stronger? No. Are you having the baby just to keep the relationship alive? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm kidding. That definitely uh, no. No, but you know, somebody be like, I'm not ready to be a dad. No, like I think Sean is ready to be a dad, and I mean, I I don't. I think he would be a really good dad. I I would certainly not mind having children with him. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's probably not the best way to phrase it, but no, but like, it, it, I mean, yeah, I, no, you're right. Kids. It's not, but I'm like, kidding, I'm, I'm being like very, very, very realistic. Like I, for example, with my ex did not want kids. Mm-hmm. Like I, up until the very end of that relationship, until like the last fucking day, I was like, I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I would think about wanting kids, but it was never in terms of like with him. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, and that was probably a major sign that, you know, I, I didn't want to be with him, but like, it's, it's so crazy to me. It was almost like the day we broke up. I was like, oh shit, I think I want kids. So. Well, you got out of a relationship you weren't happy in and I like, yeah. oh, do, do your, does your mom know? No. What would your mom say? Are you kidding? I'm not, I'm not even like close to telling people yet. Ex- You're about to tell I'm people talking- next week. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not pregnant though. Like I, my period's late. This is, you know. How long I mean? can, I will, I, do you want me to do this? Mm-hmm. I will Amazon Prime now a uh, birth control test. To yeah, birth control test? You mean a pregnancy test? I mean a pregnancy test. test. <laughs> yeah, and no. And you'll pee on a mean- stick and we can see if you're pregnant. <laughs> Do you want to do it? <laughs> no, I don't want to do that in public. I mean, I'll do it with you in private, but I don't want to do that in public. But like, I don't know. I, I guess I guess that's my answer is like, am I ready to be a mom? Yes. Would it be the most convenient thing right now? Probably not. But is it ever? No. And I don't think it is for people like us because I don't think I'm ever done. Right, like, how do? You, what's your stance on starting a family? If Joanne I've were wanted pregnant a family, tomorrow, if I've I've wanted a family since I was like twenty five, because I grew up with that mentality. Like, I wanted to be an active father, like my pe- my parents were, even though they worked hard because we came to this country. They had no like they couldn't really mm-hmm. be there, but like my parents had me when they were twenty one, twenty two, and like I'm very close to my parents now because they still can do things. They'll they'll come to a party. They'll come to dinners. Yeah. Like. Your parents, parents literally friends. came to a pool party in Jersey. Yeah, like my parents are fun they're and they're awesome. friends. And they're friends, like yeah. to me. Like we'll have conversations about merch, conversations about, like I told them about your butthole blanket. No, like, they, they like, I think they saw it because I remember your mom, when I, the first time I met your mom, she was like, I, I've already seen so much of you. Or yeah, like, like they're just, we, they're like, they're, so I want that kind of relationship with my kids. And the older I get, the more and more I'm scared that I'm going to have too big of a gap with them. Like I have a, ve- I have a, I have a pretty decent age gap with my sister. We're about twelve years apart, mm-hmm. and I feel so disconnected from her a lot of times mm-hmm. because it's just so big. Like she almost feels like my, she felt like my daughter. At what point up. do you think like you'll want to try to have kids, or are you there? That's the thing. I'm never ready. You'll never be there. I'll never be there because I'll always want to have more to give, and I'm afraid that the minute I have kids. I'll be scared to take the same risks like of course and everything else. And so I don't have um, the first real thing I've had in the past five years is the stupid merch store where it's like, whoa, this is a legitimate business. This could be set up 
where I can go and have a family and run this because my because well, before business your plan, whole business was going out on the road, partying, getting blackout drunk. And 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 I viewed it as these are the steps I need to take to build up the brand, build up the following, build up all these relationships to then do something, whether it was the merch store or whatever else I want to do. The merch store is the first thing that came around that was mm-hmm. really successful. Your merch store is so good. Do you have a team? Like No, it's just me. It's just you. No, I no, well, it's not so. just me. So it's like Kevin and I will bullshit ideas. Uh, or I'll just get really high with Joanne and I'll come yeah. up with something stupid. I'll, I'll design it. I'll send it to L.A. The kids in L.A. are like, we can do this. We can't do this or this will take I time. I love that you design everything. Like I didn't realize I I mean, you know, because a lot of merch stores are like you kind of slap your name on something. Yeah. Right. But like yours is like truly original ideas. Like I'll come to your apartment and I'll see like a drawing that you obviously fucking did on the back of like your bank statement yeah. envelope or something. And then the, literally the next week I'll see it on your merch store. Like, yeah, to me, well, because what I care drew. about it, I yeah. care because I'm invested in the product, I'm invested in everything. And the store, look, we've tried things that were out of my wheelhouse where like there's ideas. So, there's ideas where I'll come up with Kevin, come up, and we'll be like, This is great, this is so on brand, I love it, it murders. And then we're like, Oh, okay, well, look how much money we're making, let's make a little bit more money, let's try this. And it's not exactly what we like would a do. What? So, for example, like where we were like, let's like do a the, totally different kind of product. Total, no, even like a hat, hat design. Where I was like, where it was like, we did one where, where it said like side chick, or where I came up with a hat that said hotter than hell. And I'm like, that's not something I would ever wear, and that's not something I think my followers or my fans would ever wear. But we were like, oh, they're buying everything we're putting out. Let's just throw some more shit. Right, flopped, flopped horribly. And so we realized early on that it's got to really be authentic. Right. Because then they gravitate towards it. I think people can tell when something, when some, when you're true to yourself. I really think so. Yeah. I think now more than ever, because we put so much of ourselves out there, not just us, you and me, like yeah. we like everyone, that I think it's so obvious when something's authentic. And it, and personally, like it pisses me off when someone does something unauthentic and I can tell yeah like even a reality show like I need you to be able to convince me that this is a real reality show. which it isn't it's completely not no, but no, like no, no. But, I'm okay yeah. with it like I just need to be convinced do you know what I mean yes like I'm okay like I'm looking to be fooled some of it but like I need it to convince me and when I can't it like angers me I like I am with you on that like I like real people mm-hmm I don't like where someone's flawless because that's not real. It's not real. It's not interesting. And it's completely unrelatable. Like I like when there's an asshole that the world knows or somebody that they're like, ugh, they, they brush them off. But then you know about the real life and you're like, oh, that's like, I don't know anything about wrestling. I I just don't. I never grew up on that culture. Mm -hmm. Um, When they're like, oh, it's a male soap opera. I'm like, but this is all fake right. I guess or maybe it isn't I don't know but it, I, it was just not my my scene I, right. I thought it was silly people like John Cena this John Cena that I'm like I could fucking care less like guy sounds like a douche does wrestling and then you read about like in real life like he's the number one make a wish grantor whoa really yeah and like there's moments where like I'll watch his videos and I'll just cry all day about it right because he's that great of a human 
And that's what makes me like I gravitate that towards people like that. That is the best like kind of like human piece to watch for sure. <clears throat> I think that's why the, all those 30, what is it? 30 for 30 or yeah. whatever that ESPN does is so good because yeah, like you don't think of athletes as these like multifaceted or even well, people no one with thinks, like No one thinks of or... anyone as multifaceted. That's true. Everyone... They objectify everyone. Well, it's the argument where you'll say something mm-hmm. and someone will be like, shut up and stick to porn. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you are only allowed to talk about porn because that's mm-hmm. all you get paid for. Well, then you, the guy who's yelling at me for that, works at the Verizon store. You're only allowed to talk about cell phone plans mm-hmm. the rest of your life. But no, these people think of themselves as I'm multifaceted. I'm deep. I'm multidimensional. I have dreams. I have hopes. Yeah, I work at the Verizon store, but I care about politics. I care about this. But then the minute they disagree with something you've said, mm-hmm. they put you back into that. Well, uh, so it's only a porn star. We all do it, though. Like, we can't help but objectify people. Like, just like the guy at the Verizon store, like... Like, you know what? I was thinking the other day, like, if I've had, I order Seamless, like, every fucking day. Yep. If all this time I've had the same delivery guy every day, I wouldn't even notice. Because I don't even, like, look at their face when they nope. bring me my food. I'm And, like, if they're even a little late, I'm like, oh, my fucking Seamless guy is late. But, like, that's all he is to me. I don't care how his day was. I don't care if, you know, like, what his thoughts are on Trump. I don't care if he has a family. Yeah, but do you think it's because... You're paying for that. So I'm like, I don't think it's because I'm paying for it. I think we all objectify people as something unless, unless we know them. I'm also not a fan. And I get, I guess I'm like that too, because I don't care about if I don't care. Like if I I hate chatty Uber drivers, Ugh, the fucking worst. I'm like, dude, if we're going to be friends then I'm not paying you for this ride, but you know what? You're so lucky you're in New York. Cause I think in New York, because we're already like a taxi culture, the cab driver, the Uber drivers know we don't want to fucking talk. Everywhere else, they're so chatty. Well, it's because it's they're... some bored housewife who's like, I'll get an Uber account, make some extra cash. And she's like, oh, how you doing? No, back? And it's I like, think... I don't want to talk. You're not my friend. I think they're encouraged to talk in other places. They also, shouldn't be. You know that like in other places, a lot of people get in the front seat of the Uber. We had that somewhere. It was, um, I forget who I was with. And they're like, oh, you can get in the front. And we're like, my friend's like, no. Like, nah. Not, not unless friend. there's four people in the car. No, it's like, I'm like, the, or when they're like, oh, can I drop you off here? I'm like, cool. Can no. I pay you half? Yeah. Like, oh, do your job. No, it, no. Nothing pisses me off more than when the Uber tells me to come meet them on the corner. Because it's like, for that, I'll walk and get a yellow cab. Well, yes, I created this service exists so I won't have to speak to you. I won't have to call you. There's a reason I drop a pin, show up at that pin, like... Right. Yeah. Like, maybe I have luggage. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I shouldn't even have to explain it's that. It's a cert, like... And people are like, well, don't be... It's like, dude, it's... If, if you, you know if you is? want... Don't get... Don't take that job then. I agree. Like, I don't like when people don't do their job. I don't like that. Like, I need my cab driver to know how to get to a place. And it makes me mad when they don't. Or when, like, when they ask me to use my GPS instead of their GPS. Well, that's like me going to Subway and then be like, so what goes on the sandwich? I'm like, right. my man, this is your only job is to make sandwiches. Exactly. Your only job is to draw. I get you're maybe new and you're learning. I, yeah, um, I don't like that. But at the same time, I totally believe that people can be, people reveal their true selves when they're talking to service people. Like, I don't like, I have one of my best friends. When we go to the nail place, she's such a bitch to the nail people. 
And I, I hate I that about her. She's still my best friend, but like, I'm like, oh man, like, mm, like I'll never get over that. I don't like when people like are mean to. I give everyone a hundred percent and it just starts going down. <laughs> The minute they like, and like, right, yeah. they lose points. When they can get points, like, I've had great weight service. I've had terrible weight service, but I've mm-hmm. still, even on terrible weight service, still do 20%. I, I'm, yeah, no, same. Cause in the, in my head, I'm very sympathetic. I'm like, 20%. all right, they're probably, maybe they're having a bad day. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Same, even, even with Uber drivers, I always give them five stars. Yeah. But I also heard this thing once that, like, once they dip, their average dips below four. Like they get fired or something. Yeah, and I don't, sure I don't want anyone some... to get fired over like. Well, if you're bad it's at true. your job. Everyone has a bad day. And it, it's true. Anyway, next segment. That was let's talk about oh, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. The next this segment is called compliment me. <laughs> yeah. Say one nice let's thing think about, about me. me. No, this one is actually called ask a porn star where I have listeners send in questions. Mm hmm. But, you know, you're not a porn star, so I picked all, like, advice-based ones that I think... Oh, so you read them you already? Could. Yeah, I already read these. Oh, so, but... I, oh, I, I tailored... But for... I chose these ones for you. Okay. I thought you meant uh, where I'm asking you these questions. No. Okay. Okay. So, uh, oh, you thought, like, this segment was, like, ask me a question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I literally thought you were going to hand me a piece of paper, like, oh, now read these <laughs> questions for me. No. We're going to answer these together. All right. Adam at Adam Balecki asks, if you're broke as a joke, what's the easiest way to find a girl to put up with your bullshit until you get back on your feet? I feel like you would be good at answering this. He's looking for a girlfriend not to get laid. He's like, I'm broke, but I'm lonely. Right. Yeah, this guy is not looking to get laid. He is. He's looking for a girl to put up with his bullshit until he gets back on his feet. I mean, he the question's already so negative. Like, put up with my bullshit. Like, So what's your answer? Like, I don't know. Be carry, more positive? Yeah, carry... Value like, yourself beyond the, I'd say, what's in look, your at, look, at, look at what you have to offer mm-hmm. and project that. Not like, hey, you want a date? Uh, I have a lot of problems. Perhaps what what you should do is like make a list of all your best qualities... And really work. First of all, anyone that makes that kind of list is a psychopath. Like if you come to someone's house. (laughs) Yeah. No, you'd have to make the list, work on projecting That's like when you and I made the list. list. Yeah, we made a list. (laughs) Pros and cons of Kirill dating random girls. We made a pros (laughs) list. But here's the thing. Here's the worst part of that. First of all, first of all, we went on a trip. And we had two separate hotel rooms, but we're both so fucking needy. needy. We slept in the same room. We slept in the same room because we just we just talked. We didn't want to be lonely. No. And then at like three or four in the morning, we made this list, and we and then the next morning we like left in such a rush that we left the list there. Can you imagine the maid cleaning? I'd be like, what the fuck? I really fucking hope like that list doesn't come out (laughs) ever. It'd be amazing if it did. No, I don't want it to. So I mean. So here's the thing. If you're broke, mm-hmm. let's throw this out there. You're a girl. Mm-hmm. You're not. Th- so a broke guy. This doesn't See, work for the, me, though, because mm-hmm. I love broke guys and I'm not a broke So girl. that means there's plenty of people out there like you. But I think, look, nobody knows you're broke. Only you know you're broke. No, that's not true, though, because think about like taking a girl on a date. 
if you're broke, you can't pay for dinner. If you're broke, there's so many things. You can't take that cab from dinner to your apartment. If you're broke, you might have like nine Okay, so let me throw some scenarios out there because the word broke is very misleading. It depends on age. If you're a college student and you're broke, you can get a girlfriend. You're both in the same situation. She looks at you and you're like, oh, he's working towards a future. I'm going to support this. I'm assuming from this question, though, that he is at an age where... So say he's Mm mid-20s, early 30s, he's broke. Get a fucking job. Drive an Uber. Like, fix your situation. It sounds like he is already there, though. Like, it sounds like he is at that driving an Uber Uber point because he says until he gets back on his feet. Okay. He honestly, like to me, this guy sounds like a good guy. Fine, but like how many times? Look, I've run into plenty of girls that are all about buy me this, take me here, right? Blah 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 blah. blah. And but there's plenty of girls. That will quote unquote put up with your bullshit if you're just a good guy. I think it's about looking for the right guy or the right, right, the right girl. girl. And, it's and not I don't so much I, about well, changing maybe your his scenario, scenario. I think his scenario is how do I find one or where? Right. And that's like, dude, I've don't my whole life has been, or at least that I consciously can remember, has been nightlife comedy clubs. Or, so there's a lot. It's easier to to bond with someone over. It's one of those things where most of my relationships have started from I got drunk with her. I met her, I got drunk, I woke up with her, and then I was like, oh, let's now go let's eat. get to know each other. Let's get to know each other. And then it became, oh, he's a nice guy, she's a nice girl, and we ended up dating. Right. There wasn't like a, oh, I, I ran into a girl at a library, or I ran into a girl at Whole Foods. Right. I've just never been that guy. I've had friends that have been like, picked up a girl on the subway. I'm like, so I could never. So your advice, oh my God, I don't know how, who fucking meets, like, but people do. I mean, pick up a girl on the subway. Clearly, she's broke. You're broke. It sounds like your advice is go to a party, get drunk with a girl. Yeah, just go to a party. Go go to a social setting where you're both just two people. Your bullshit doesn't exist. Hers doesn't. You you maybe get drunk. You maybe fuck. Maybe you just get her number and you just talk. I don't think that many people care about someone's finances yeah. that early on. Uh, but, you know, like, you know, reversely, you know, who I think does care is people on dating apps. I think people on dating apps, because you're judging someone based on like, not their, yeah, not their literal resume, but their resume. In I the was sense just going like, to say, it's like, it's like, like but, their height, financial status. Um, well, yeah, they a live. dating app is literally reading a resume. Right. Like if you're like, oh, I'm applying for a job. Let me put all my shit out there. Right. So on paper, yeah, on paper, every girl wants. Right. I'm sure on paper Joanne wanted a guy with abs, a stable job, um, <laughs> doesn't grow a mustache, uh, you know, all this shit. But then. Wait, can I ask you real quick? Yeah. What does Joanne think of your job? I think. And is there jealousy there ever? Uh, obviously. And I'll, I'll I'm say gonna this be, first. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Th- we met because of. Your job. My job. Right. But I don't think that necessarily like takes jealousy out of the equation. It doesn't because because a lot of people because a lot of people are like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. It's so like fun until you're a few Uh, months in. And then you're like, all right. So so the thing is, I came out of a relationship where I was like we were both unhappy and I was struggling with figuring out what I was, what I was going to be and how I wanted to be. And I think. Joanne is completely okay with my job. There's probably moments where she's like, uh, all right. But she knows she can't really say anything. She's never really brought anything up. Mm-hmm. Um, I make 
a habit to at least include her to let people know that she exists mm-hmm. so that there's like a mutual respect for the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, and I keep going back to this, it's like the merch store, all the shit, like she sees that I'm trying and doing You're shit. aiming for a bigger picture. Aiming for the bigger picture. But like, what about, okay, like, I mean, say- I can say the same thing about her. Okay. She has a steady day job and she has a fun job at night where she sings. I could be like, all right, honey, like, what's your plan? Yeah, but like, I'm wondering, like, are there nights where, let's say you do a party in wherever, yeah. right? And then you take a, m- a million pictures with like super hot chicks taking their tits out. That's about not on one. Them. She never said a word. Never once said anything. Not once. That's fucking She'll be like, awesome. oh my gosh, she has nice tits. Right. <clears throat> She's been cool with every girl I brought around you. That, none of that, shit. that is awesome about Joanne. I could the remember first when night, the first time we yep, went out. The first night I met Joanne, it was before you guys had ever hooked up, but you had been hanging out, and she. I went I to the tell, gay porn awards with you. Yes, we we went to the gay porn awards that night, and then we met up with her, and then we like we went to a few it. different spots, and I could tell. She, I'm a girl, you know. I can tell right away that she liked you, and I knew immediately she's a good girl. Because I could tell she liked you. She didn't know what our scenario was. Like, I could have easily been a girl. I'm a yeah, porn star, first exactly. of all. She could have easily been kind of offish, standoffish to me. She could have been catty. She could have asked you a million questions. But she was super cool and befriended me and totally was cool. Well, probably because her ex had your fleshlight that she bought him. <laughs> so, like, she, but, so I guess she's. It's it's I guess you know what it comes back to it's all about picking the right girl for you. Yeah, the right person that you're like that you're just that you can have like it's it, to me it's about fun. Can I have fun with you in a room doing mm-hmm. nothing? I agree with that and coming out of my last relationship the most important thing to me was like can I can I hang out with this person without watching TV? That's my main Even thing Even watching now. TV, but like... No, so I think it's I important think, to be able to watch TV with someone. Don't get me wrong, because yes. that's my favorite activity I, of all time. But like with my ex, if the TV was not on, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. I See, I think every relationship begins with these lofty goals, which mm-hmm. because you're excited. Oh my God, we should go do this. I heard about this. Let's go away. Let's... Um, you just think of a thousand funny activities, things that you're like, and then you're both and like, oh my very, God, this person's so much fun. And they it's very do false this. advertisement. And then two, three months later, you're like, you're just like, oh, we're on a couch together. And you're like. And we have been for two months now. Yeah. Or those crazy activities might happen once a month. And you're like, what do we do the other 30 days a month? Right. So it's important to find someone where you could just do nothing be silly. With. Where mundane activities are funny. Right. Where to me, where I was like. Oh, this bitch can't cook. So I'm like, right. let me at least make fun of it. Right. And have some fun with it. That's so important. That so you can to make me, fun it's like, all right. So it's just, it's about because most of the time you're going to be alone with them. Doing nothing. And yeah, you'll have your moments where you're excited. Like, oh my God, we're going to go on a double date or let's go away with a bunch of people. And that's fun. And those, those are the relationships I've always had where you're miserable, 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 miserable. Oh my God, you look forward to this crazy activity you all get to do and then you go back to misery mm-hmm. as opposed to like, oh, I could just have fun. I just, totally just agree with that. Doing nothing. And I think in the best kind of relationship, like those are even the best moments is like when you're doing nothing and just yeah. being silly together. Okay, next segment. This one's called Pop Shots. 
pop shots. <clears throat> and we're going to explore pop culture stories. The one I want to talk to you about. Have you seen this thing where Tom Brady has been kissing his kid on the mouth? Yes. Okay. What are our thoughts on? Uh, let me say this. I've so, looked random girls buttholes. I'm not the one to be asking. Okay. That. But let me. So have I. But like Tom Brady has many, 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 many pictures of out there of him kissing his dad on the lips and his kids on the lips. Yeah. But he just released a video <clears throat> right before the Super Bowl where he's on a massage table getting a massage and his kid comes into the room asking for something. And he's like, and then Tom Brady to his kid is like, well, what do I get? And the kid comes and he's like, he knows the drill. He comes and gives his dad a peck on the, on the lips, right? He tries to walk out of the room. Tom Brady is like, no, 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 no. That was just a peck. So the kid once again turns around. He knows the drill, comes back and gives him like a good five second kiss on the lips. And then Tom Brady then releases him. Well, you make it sound very sexual. Obviously, I'm biased. You're, you're sexualizing it, which but might be the spin. That's that my I'm, question. Is If no one's being hurt, uh, I don't really care. Like, dude. Do you kiss your parents on the lips? No, but my mom used to beat me with a belt. So it's like, what are I the, mean, are, are those things mutually exclusive? No, but it's like. Our parents damage us one way or another. People are like, oh my God, that's so bad that so he's like teaching. No but matter what. But no matter what, one way or another, your mom, I eat faster than anyone I'm having dinner with because I grew up in a household where if you don't finish it, like you just get yelled at. And to this day, when we go to dinner with my family, my mom, I'm like, we're done so fast. She's like, I know I shouldn't have been like that yelling at you guys. Like, but like now I can't have dinner with people. I eat so goddamn fast. No, you know what? I would like to s- who finishes first with us? Because I eat really fast. I don't even enjoy the meal no. half the time. Can I tell I'm you like, something? And I'm like, oh. And like, if I'm like on like a date type scenario with a guy, you like I'm always, yeah, I have to stop halfway through and literally put, put my fork down. Rearrange my and, napkin. And like, like not eat for a second because once I'm eating, I'm so fast that I'm it's like a dog. I'm a do- I don't look, a horse blinders on. I'm just inhaling. Yeah. But, I think being, our, parents our parents damage us, whether it's, all right, you kiss on the lips or, you know, I'd lo- I would have loved for I my mom to that. kiss me on the lips instead of hit me with a belt every weekend. I agree with that because like I'm in therapy and I, the thing I talk about the most is my parents yeah. and my parents did a, actually like a pretty great job raising me and they're, you know, they're still together. They love me. They're very involved in my life, but like they were so overbearing and, and like, that's like. My parents like they care too much. Well, I think you know there's no I mean? there's no formula because you could be great parents and raise a serial killer. So it doesn't I think like But no matter what, your actions affect your child negatively. <laughs> no matter what. But that's just life. That's just like, life. There's no perfect family formula where you're like, Oh, they raised great kids. What did they do? If you reapply that same scientific method to another group of parents, it you can't control Every, like, uh, yeah, everything, all the factors, all the factors, you're it's something's gonna fuck someone up one way or another. But, like, what I want to know is, like, okay, so Tom Brady, Tom Brady kissing his kid on the lips for that long is gross to me. It's just that's just my initial gut reaction. It's gross, but yeah, well, so is watching a guy take a dick in the butt is gross for me. I don't, doesn't mean I don't want them to do that, but like, what I want to know is, like, Kind of the same way, like, are tits sexual because we sexualize them? Like, is it, it, am I actually the gross one for thinking that it's gross 
that no, he's kissing no, his chick on the lips. But like, am I sexualizing something that doesn't isn't not sexual? I think you're just applying to what you what makes you comfortable and not. If you have no prejudice, if 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 you're not, you can find that gross. But if you're not acting on it, then go ahead and think those feelings. Like no, 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 no. Like I don't. I don't like you're find... not. Call, you're not like sitting there tweeting and being like, "Hey, let me start like a petition against it." No, and I would never. But like, but we all I'm have just those wondering. Feelings. Like, I, I, I'm not so much wondering. Like, is it okay for me to feel like this? But I'm wondering. Like, am I the gross one? Okay, like think about a baby in a thong. Okay. Yeah. That feels gross, doesn't it? A baby in a thong. Yeah. Feels gross to me. But like, it why? Wh- it's because to in our in our minds, thongs are sexual, right? Like, or like a thong, a slut would wear a thong. Someone we'd want to fuck would wear a thong, not like a cute little baby. So like the okay, fact that so, we so, think thongs so imagine on babies this. are so, gross. Yeah, is, but it's I think it's all. It's all. It, it's just. It's it's a personal thing because the same people that that defend Tom Brady kissing his son and being like, oh, he's a great dad. He has a connection with his kids. He's a good Christian boy. If Tom Brady was gay and did that with his son, those same people would fucking burn him at the stake. Right. Because they'd be like, well, what are you teaching your son? Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's all based on people's prejudices and, and beliefs. And, right. Like I said, so I think a seeing a guy put a dick in another guy's butt is repulsive to me. That's that's just how I feel. I think you should go ahead and do it if you like what it. What if it were a daughter? What if what if it were no? What if he were kissing his eleven year old daughter on the lips for five seconds? Would that change things? I think I think society wise public wise like the outlash would be way worse way worse but that's just the way we are we're all hypocrites because everyone does something that can be perceived as gross right as repulsive i think at the end of the day like everything is as long as you're not hurting anyone everything is just like or or at the same time fuck it we are hurting people in the sense too like Uh. you could be damaging that child one way or another I mean, honestly, it probably is What's damaging loving your him kid a little bit much? because like he's no, like honestly, it probably is, but not in the sense that we're Do you thinking. think a kiss from Tom Brady is more damaging than having Tom Brady be your dad? Like, I think it's important for kids to have agency to their body. So like, I don't, I think like if anything, it's like, for example, you know how like we make our kids hug, hug strangers yeah. or like hug your auntie or, or uncle or whatever, especially like if you're yeah. an immigrant. But like, and then the kid's like, no, I don't want to hug them. Like, I think it's important that the kid knows it's okay to not hug that person. Yeah. So in that sense, I th- if, if anything, that's like where I would argue. But you know what? It's true. You can't. But at the same the time, day, you're you as a parent, parent, you're teaching your manners kid. too. Right. You're teaching manners. You're like, well, someone's like, well, I don't want to eat with a fork and knife. I'm like, well, my man, that's how we eat here. Right. Right. So, so where's it's just, the line? where's the, I think. And I'm so glad my parents raised me with good manners. I, I hated it growing so up. Hated it growing up. Elbows weren't allowed on the table. Nope. Nothing. This is not and a horse's now, stable. I, but it's, I appreciate it because mm-hmm. I think, I think I appreciate it for the reason of I'm so, uh, people think of me in such a negative light 
that I'm proud of myself in certain situations, that I had an education, that I had uh, manners, that it's almost I You're feel, saving grace. I'm I feel like when they talk about Obama, when they were like, oh, he's such a good speaker. Like they would never say it about a white person. Right. But they say it about a black person. Oh, my God. He's so well spoken. Right. That's how I feel when I have manners because people are like, he's a disgusting piece of shit. He's gross. I'm like, Oh, but like, oh, look how look how polite he is in yeah. this situation. So that's how I feel. Same thing with like, I think. But I love that. Like. I think because I'm a porn star, if I can string a sentence together, people are like, holy shit, she's so smart. Yeah. And I'm not. Like, out of my friends, I'm like the dumbest one. But like, because they have such low expectations of me, they're like, oh my God, she's so smart. And I like that. Like, I, 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 but you're right. I love living in being underestimated. Yeah. It's so much more fun. It's so much more it's fun. It's way harder to be, like, imagine being an athlete where people are like, oh, you're a role model and everything you do is criticized. Oh my God. As opposed to us where people are like, oh God, they're so gross. Oh my God, look what nice thing. Like, like I feel like when a heroin addict comes out from rehab and they're like, look how great he is. As opposed to someone else in the family and like, being like, literally you're and someone even. else in the family being like, I never did heroin and no one cares. <laughs> yeah. No one's patting me on the back. Right. Like we are like, we're, I, like Robert Downey Jr., perfect example. He came out on top from from his troubled past. You know, I think Robert Downey Jr. is a whole other thing because I don't think that people remember what a piece of shit he was. And I say piece of shit just like I don't actually mean. And we don't even know the scenario. We don't even know the scenario. But like he was. Do you remember when he was on Ally McBeal and they had to like write him in and out of the season all the time because he was just always in rehab or in jail or in one scandal or another. And like people don't. I feel like. First of all, kids now definitely don't know that side of him. No. That's also sad. And even people like us have almost forgotten. Same thing with Angelina Jolie. A lot of people don't remember she was wearing like a vial of Billy Bob Thornton's blood around her neck. Mm -hmm. You know, people just see her as this like UN ambassador with like nine adopted kids. I didn't know for the longest time John Voight's are dead. Mm -hmm. I think they don't even speak. They don't. Okay. So the last segment, the la- this is the way I end every podcast. Do you know that show Inside Actors Studio? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is Inside Porno Actors Studio. And do you know those 10 questions he asks at the very end? Yeah, I don't know the exact 10, but right. yes. So it's like kind of like a personality By test. the way, the best actor studio one is Dave Chappelle's. I highly recommend So that. good. It's so good. So good. I love that one. And then, I mean... Did you see the, I think it was like the 200th episode or something where like he did like the highlight reel and then, and they talked about that he had Bradley Cooper on and they talked about how that time he was on ask as a student asking Robert De Niro a question. And then they show like Sean Connery being like, no one in the student crowd ever makes it as an actor. And Bradley Cooper did. So good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So these are those 10 questions he asks at the end. It's actually from like some French thing. To me, it's from Inside Actors Studio. Am I asking you this because you're the porn star? No, I'm uh, asking you, uh, motherfucker. Yeah, every everything. every time I have a guest, I have someone ask me the same time. I feel questions. like you have a lot of mirrors at home. It's just constantly looking at I yourself. I do. I know you do. I mean, whatever. You know what? <laughs> whatever. Who cares? That's a whole other thing. Um, So they're kind of like rapid fire-ish. So just, I'll um, do my best. 
like don't no explanation or anything just like oh, the boy. first thing that comes to mind what is your favorite word faggot do I, I no explanation no explanation i have a lot of favorite words no i no, like no, trigger no. Faggot's words good faggot's good it says a lot about you i like trigger words because they evoke a feeling yeah it's like my favorite are the george carlin ones faggot for sure evokes a feeling okay moving on yeah. what is your least favorite word sorry what turns you on laugh like a girl, for sure like a girl's you would laugh. Say boobs. No, that's like uh, on a superficial level. I guess. On a superficial level, uh, side boob, like under boob or side boob. But on a deep level, laughter. I think, yes, as a person that enjoys being funny, that's just like that's better than a girl orgasming because right, it's like wow, I hit you somewhere way deeper than anyone else could. I think you say it's better than a girl orgasming, but I think it's also the same exact thing. Yeah, I'm completely full of shit. Do you know what I mean? That. Yeah. Like it's it's the same gratifying There's feeling. nothing sadder when you do a joke and no one laughs and just nothing sadder when you come and you're like, and she's like, I didn't. And you're like, oh. Right, but there's also like nothing a, better than. Than like a girl just squirting all over you. like, oh, I am, I am a god than, in bed. Right. Or And also nothing better than when someone just like cannot stop laughing at a joke. Yes. Like that, that That's, is an amazing thing. That it's the best. You're it's like, oh my so God, gratifying. I should be on television. I'm so good. <laughs> okay. What turns you off? Uh, is it has to be superficial or no? Nothing. No, like, it can be whatever. Lack you want. of, um, it um, could mean emotionally. Ma- manners. Lack of manners. Mm. Can I tell you something? Me too. Like if someone can't say please, thank you, sorry. Turns yeah, off. rude to wait staff. Just, mm. yeah. I also judge people. Like I know that I shouldn't, but like, <clears throat> I think because I was, you know, because my parents were like super anal about manners. Like I do judge when someone holds a fork and a knife. Like, yeah, really you know how poorly. they said that. Like you were growing up, like I'm never gonna be like you to your and parents, you and I'm like, fuck, I am becoming yeah. my parents. Yeah. Where I I've, I feel like I've been at that age for a while now where like I hear words coming out of my mouth and like I'm like I'm my mother. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I do not like I, that. Even like when I had first dates and shit with people and you'd go watch them eat, I'd be like, oh, it, yeah. because you're like because every first date to me feels like the beginning of the rest of my life with you. Because otherwise, what's well, the point it, of it? it yeah, I agree with so that. So then I'm out the gate. I'm like, I can't look at this person if this is how they're going to eat the rest of my life. But at, you know what? At the same time, like I think of someone like Lenny. Okay. You know, Glenny. Yeah. He holds his fork and a knife like I can't show on a podcast, obviously, but he holds it like a yeah, fucking like he's a medieval times. Yeah. yeah. And because I love Glenny, I find that really adorable. And endearing. That's adorable until you get in a fight. In the same way that people are like, right. people are like, that's the first thing you'll cling to. In the same way where people are like, I love accents and guys and girls are like, oh my god, there's nothing sexier than like a British guy. I'm like, dude, that is the first thing I will reach for that in will a fight. Get annoying. Like when... the minute we fight, I'm like, talk normally. <laughs> you know, it, my therapist says that like, there's no such thing. There are no negative or positive traits. Everything's just neutral. It's and it's the way we perceive it and what we project onto it. So, yeah, like exactly like every trait is neutral. And when we're feeling positive, it's cute. 
when we're feeling negative, it's annoying. It's annoying as all hell, yeah. What is your favorite curse word? I mean, what's a curse? I mean, isn't that basically the same thing as... Faggot? I don't think faggot's a curse word. Like, fuck. I mean, yeah. I mean what else is it? Fuck shit. Mm. Fuck shit, asshole. I love the word cunt. Cunt is a great one. Because it's powerful. Cunt, it cuts you. Like It's, it's like- a... It's also like the last remaining swear word. Well, it's the last word. It's really the one word that's left that could, you're right, that can, that really. That might offend someone. That might push someone over the edge. Without I've called like a girl a cunt where I'm like, oh, I feel so good just to watch her boil with hate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what sound or noise do you love? I mean, we're talking sexual stuff. No, we're not. Oh. Sound or noise. But it could be. I do enjoy a good pussy fart. What sound or noise do you hate? A burp. Oh, my God. Really? They're so close. They're just out of different holes. Yeah, one I'm causing and the one you are. Oh. A pussy fart yeah. is like pussy fart is like yeah. Maybe that's like a control thing. Yeah, well, a burp is like oh, especially well. It goes back to the manner thing. I'm thinking of in a relationship. I'm thinking if I see if a girl burps, like it's one thing if you're like oh excuse me, but if it's one thing where you're like ah, like you just yeah, let one rip, you're that. like you're like what? Yeah, I don't like that. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I mean, I would just like uh, teach, maybe. Teach what? I guess I could teach like, I don't know, I can't really teach anything, honestly. I think you'd be a really good teacher, though. I'd be like of a whatever. Te- of, of like something where it's like, I'd be like a teacher in some class that you get some, like, you need just a credit to fulfill. Like, it's like, it, anything I would teach would not help you in life. Like in a career standpoint, but it'd be like, oh, that was like, I'd be like the fun professor. Like a like, motivational I'm an, speaker. I'm the easy A teacher. Like, oh, you take right. this class, you get the A, he's going to ramble about fucking. Because you just some... want to be loved. Yeah. What profession would, I would you be the not worst like teacher. to do? Uh, not like to do anything in the service industry. I mm. hate people. Yeah. All right. And this is the final one. Let's say heaven exists. What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I remember this question from like all this. I don't know. Do you believe in heaven? In theory... My logic prevents me from believing in heaven. Right. Because what heaven should be a place where all the things that make you happy are. But what if the things that make you happy are in hell? Then it wouldn't be heaven. Exactly. So do they exist in two places? Like, I enjoy... What if I like someone, but they ended up in hell? Now, I'm no longer happy One thinking about them dying. I don't think heaven is like... First of all, it's not a I don't believe in heaven. <laughs> Let's just put that I've out been there. having these thoughts lately where you're just like, what? Like, I'm just gone. Like, but what I, happens? You're just gone. I don't think heaven would be like an alternate 
I don't think heaven would be a place. I think it would be in each person's. Each person would have their own heaven. I would so more like you closely, could be in my heaven. If I would, cl- but doesn't mean that I reside in your heaven. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the fact that I would know that would not make me happy knowing that you could be in hell. In I think life. you're too neurotic for heaven. So I'm too logical. My thing, the closest thing I could see besides nothingness is reincarnation. I'm open to anything. Like literally if it's Christianity, whatever, like whatever. Like I'm cool with I'm I'm very open. I'm, I'm so very against organized agnostic. religion, but Yeah. I don't believe in any of that, but I don't actively I don't actively believe anything. I think the most likely thing is nothingness. Which is scary because when I'm sitting around and I'm thinking about my future and building a life and like working hard and then I'm like why for what for and that's that's yeah for what it's called existentialism it's very depressing it is very depressing that's, but why, it's that's also, why they say ignorance is bliss yeah i'd rather it's so much oh more God. fun not how knowing. much would you love to be like a hardcore dedicated christian just being a complete it would be so hypocrite. easy yeah. and just and just like living life no, according but, to those rules. yeah but those people but rules. yeah but do you think those people lie to themselves that they're happy when they clearly are so miserable no, because everything everything miserable. bothers them everything bothers them everything bothers them so yeah like obviously i'm talking about being the kind that not everything bothers it must you. be so great being a retard like a full amazing blo- like as much as we talk about like oh like down syndrome it's like that is like you literally get to hang out you're on any jello all day drugs. you're permanently just everything is special butterflies like but Not, you get to meet i've never gotten to meet my heroes most of the time they do honestly like they, they shouldn't even even be able to meet their heroes because like the level of excitement that is for them is like they're already what's happy. the biggest problem they face don't touch their ears like that's, I mean, that's there's like, obviously there's different kinds of i'm referencing of, something about mary but that's about it <laughs> but like but like and and obviously not all of them are happy, right? Are there upset, are there... angry? Well, angry hit. retard is a term. What? See, retard isn't like, uh, to me, that word people hate too, but I'm like, it's just a word. I kind of feel I that would way never, about most words, Look, to be I honest. would not call somebody a retard that's... Mentally handicapped. That's but like Michael I, Scott. He but, says but, you don't call a retard retarded. You call your friends. I would have no problem calling somebody like retarded. The E D is the E R or the A in nigga to me. Mm. I would not call somebody, hey, retard. Mm-hmm. That's actually retarded. But I could be like, Oh, that man over there is retarded. If he really is. Because that word existed for a reason. There's a very interesting thing, and you should Google it, whoever's listening, or if you've ever heard it, is George Carlin breaking down how over time Americans have created a soft language Mm -hmm. that um, basically to bury our sins. It's really interesting. I'll play for you after we're done because it's really fucking crazy how our language has changed to basically manipulate people's minds. But, like, can language ever not be an evolving thing? I don't think so. I think, like, even words that have nothing, no sin to them change. Like, the word literally doesn't mean literally anymore. The word amazing doesn't mean amazing anymore. The word horrific doesn't mean horrific Well, that's also um, 
uh, I forget how he phrased it. Colin Quinn talks about it. He says we speak in almost like apocalyptic terms. Like everyone lives their own mini opera. We're like, oh, are you hungry? I'm like starving. Like everything's so dramatic. Everything's so, it's like we live like in the, everything's blown out of proportion. Like, oh, I'm starving. Oh, how is traffic? Murder. Like you just talk in these exa- <laughs> and it's like really though, is it? Right. So anyway, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say at the pearly gates? I, I can't. I don't know. I really like. I oh, what would I? What would? Um, I don't know. I mean, I once again stroke my own ego. Hey, you made me laugh while you were down there. That's perfect. That's perfect. I think that's perfect for you. All right. So on that note, thank you for being my first non-porno guest. Thank you. This was I a long fun. one, right? This was a really long one. This is a. Um, an hour and 48 minutes. No one's going to give a fuck. <laughs> but um, I, I knew it was going to be like this, though. Well, you, you and I, after this is done recording, we're, we're just going to talk, talk for, for another, another three six hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's just okay. what it is. So um, thank you. Bye. Bye. Do another recording. Okay. So oh, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> I forgot to ask you to promo everything. Um, The only thing I want to promo um. I'm assuming you and I have a lot of crossover fans. Um, is I'm doing, and Asa's coming to this, is an adult sleepaway camp. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, so this is an adult sleepaway camp. I'm going to make this real fast. It's in Connecticut, an hour from Manhattan. It's May 11th through the 13th. Uh, it's an adult camp. It's You pay one price, you get a bed, you get all your meals, and it's open bar the entire time, and all the activities included. You've got archery. Um, hiking, volleyball, there's slip and slides, there's a lake. We do parties every night. Um, it's also worth noting this is where you met Joanne. So this you, is might where find I you, might, you might find the love of your life. So all the pre-sale tickets are gone. Now it's just regular admission. I think it's like 500 bucks, but that's it. You get everything. You, all you inclusive. Can, all inclusive, two nights. So you arrive Friday, you leave Sunday. There's a bus from New York. I forget how much that costs. There's a shuttle. It's not expensive. That'll take you to the camp. Just um, It's www.carillscamp.com, K-I-R-I-L-L-S, camp.com. All the info is there. I'm so excited for You're it. You're coming. We did it last year. It was fucking incredible. It's going to be bigger and better. I think Fleshlight's going to get involved. Um, it's just it's just literally a time to be a kid as an adult, um, completely unsupervised with booze. And what's your... So- and you might see Asa's butthole. Yeah, it's true. We already talked about your social media, but it's at Slut Whisperer. At Slut Whisperer. You can tune in to at Corobus here if you want on Instagram. I have nothing on there, but we got that account back. And what's your merch store? Merch store is... Um, <laughs> Linda Gold. It's lindafinegold.com. Oh. Um, don't ask. Just go to the site. That's where all the merch is. I love that name. Yeah, it's a nice little it's Jewy It's a good name. one. Yeah. lindafinegold.com. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.